Hi, and welcome to the Super Engaging Podcast with myself, Steve Halpern. That was a little upbeat music. I hope you're in an upbeat mood. This is a podcast, if you listen carefully and apply some of my suggestions, you'll probably be younger by the time the podcast is over. I live in New York City, and I got to experience uh, cold therapy, because the newest thing is chirotherapy, where they charge you money to freeze you for, I don't know, a couple minutes, and it's supposed to stimulate the system. Well, I just took off my coat sweater and uh, walked in uh, 15 degrees New York City, and uh, no one notices. That's the wonderful thing about living in New York City. No one really notices. I mean, you can just about do anything in New York City. Um, we become immune. So lots and lots of really good information's come out in the last couple of days. Um, but before I get into the good information, I mean, you can certainly move the podcast uh, forward and get uh, that information. But I want to uh, share an opinion of mine. You know, I watch dozens and dozens of YouTube videos and I read blogs and uh, listen to other podcasts and spend a good couple of hours a day, you know, doing my homework. And I think having done nutrition counseling and nutrition coaching and working with doctors, uh, integrated doctors over the last, I don't know, I guess 40, 45 years, I've watched fats come and go. I watch books written on it by so-called health authorities. And this is the one. This is the answer. And they faded away. And it's always kind of hard to see uh, the present. Okay. So it's kind of valuable to look back at the past. You know, we had the Candida program. Everyone had Candida yeast. And there was a Candida yeast book. Dozens and dozens of books on uh, the yeast diet and you had to be careful all the foods that they didn't have yeast in them and people were giving uh, uh, yeast medicines and yeast supplements to uh, treat the yeast they were giving niastatin and boom 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 that died away and if you look back again you'll see some of these other fad diet programs and health suggestions and I look at it now, and I see, oh, what's the latest one? Oh, omega-6, uh, it's terrible. It's omega-6, omega-3, this is terrible. And people have lectins. Don't eat this because you're going to have lectins. And you go like, okay, so where's the research? Where's the solid research on this? And when you look at the research, it's very thin. And so my philosophy is, Use the current state of knowledge and then see how it makes you feel. See what your blood tests look like. The nice thing today is that I guess part of um, the COVID phenomena, the availability, of, the availability of testing that wasn't available before, you had to go to a practitioner and all sorts of... Uh, you know, hoops and, and, and things to jump. Well, now you can do a lot of these online. You can do your DNA. You can do different microbiome testing. You can do an age test. You can even order blood tests in many states. And this is valuable 
because now you can look for functional changes. You can certainly look at physical functional changes, but I caution people and I caution my listeners, be careful of the current fad, fads. You know, because of the internet, everyone wants to get clickbait. You click it and then you, you go to the site and they hook in with blah, 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 blah. And this is the one. Or they put a thumbnail on YouTube. Oh, this is the this is the answer to aging. This is the answer to this. So you'll lose weight instantly. Just go there and you go there and it's blah, 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 blah. And they cite some journal that's... Uh, a Mickey Mouse journal that doesn't get reviewed, which is okay. I don't mind journals for ideas, but I'm not going to base, you know, my my personal treatment and treatment of clients on the, some Mickey Mouse article that really <laughs> doesn't have much credibility to it. So be be a little cautious. Now, it doesn't mean on the other extreme. Oh, there's no basis to multivitamins. Why take it? It just does Oh, misquotes. Yes, years and years and years ago, they did a study on... Listen to this one. On smokers. And it seemed there was a correlation. Now, remember, there's a difference between correlation and causation. Causation is I hit you on the head and you get a bump on your head. That's definitely causation. Correlation just means, well... Uh, you know, everyone who's going to be born will die. That's a correlation. It's not proof. It's not proof. Well, it's not cause and effect. It's just correlation. So lots of times statements are made and you look at studies and the correlation, not necessarily cause and effect. And now we have the paleo diet, and we have versus the Mediterranean diet, versus you know, carnivore diet. Oh, wow. It sounds a little bit like the Canada program. Diets and eating programs should be individually designed based on your biochemistry, based on your genes, based on your biochemistry, not the latest fad. And it, it's easy to you know, document, you know, by all sorts of nonsense, the, the, the fad. Well, let me give you an example. Carnivore diet. Oh, basically, you know, we're basically meat eaters and, you, you know, you need to eat meat. And if you don't eat meat, you'll, you know, you'll disintegrate. Uh, um, nonsense. Okay, what's the problem? Well, you don't want to avoid all the vegetables and phytochemicals and berries and various uh, healthy foods like that and, uh, and the fibers that you might get in grains with grains unless you have a gluten you know sensitivity which again another fad everyone's got a gluten problem yes if you have a, a medical condition you can have a gluten problem gluten enteropathy uh, but most people don't and then you say well how come people say hey I feel better I went well it's called placebo I went on a gluten free diet and I felt really good well did you have a gluten problem well, no, no, the blood test didn't show it, but you know, it said I have a gluten problem. I, I, I must have a gluten problem because I did and I feel better. So let's give a quick example of carnivore. I've said this before in a previous uh, podcast. Big problem with accumulation of iron. Iron is an age, aging factor. Accumulate iron in the brain, accumulate iron in the body is a rusting factor. Yes, there are some people that have, for whatever reason... An iron problem, 
and they wind up with anemia, and that's appropriate. But eating a lot of meat is going to give you high iron. And especially if you're a male, you're not going to be losing the iron. And it's not just hemochromatosis, which is an accumulation of iron. It's just high iron levels. Iron you know, has a big factor in increasing oxidative stress. Okay, so that's one factor. But there's another factor called TMOA. And that's a chemical produced by certain bacteria or certain probiotics in the intestine, small intestine. I mean, what am I saying? Not the small intestine. In the colon. Oh, boy, I must have taken too much iron. Anyway, it's a probiotic that produces a chemical, TMOA, from carnitine. Well, guess where carnitine comes from? It comes from meat. And it's been implicated in increased risk of cardiovascular disease, atherosclerosis, and possibly been um, brain and cognitive dysfunction. Well, maybe you don't have that probiotic and you're okay. Maybe you can eat the meat, but you don't know that. So now you're going to go, oh yes, I would go on the carnivore diet because uh, this is the latest thing and, and all these so-called experts are telling me that, you know, uh, this is good for me. Well, again, that's why I work with clients so carefully using testing that's available to individualize programs. Biochemical individuality. So important. So now I'm going to get to another topic that was really fascinating to me, which was post-COVID. So many people getting post-COVID symptoms, and it was reported uh, from one to five months, everything from fatigue to muscle aches to cognitive dysfunction. Well, why? Well, a couple of reasons. It's changing our biochemistry, our gene expressions. They showed a big difference in the macrobiome of people who are experiencing post-COVID symptoms as opposed to people who aren't. Um, there's differences in epigenetic markers, and there are lots and lots of differences. The system has been upregulated for immune defense, and now it's the fire extinguisher, or let's say the sprinkler system, puts out the fire, you survive COVID, even if it was acute COVID, but now you got the water damage from the sprinkler. So I'm designing... And people contact me at uh, Stephen, Stephen Nutrition at Gmail, or you can text me. After you email me, I'll give you the text and I see who you are. I'll put a question in. And I'm working with some expert physicians and scientists developing a post-COVID wellness program. Again, it has to be individualized. Two nutrients that I'm really excited by. I'm excited by quercetin, Q-U-E-R-C-E-R-T-I-N, quercetin. It's a flavonoid found in various foods. Unfortunately, the amount that occurs in foods is so minimal. And I watch, again, YouTube's great YouTube on everything that quercetin does. It's an anti-aging compound. It clears out senolic cells, senescent cells. It's a senolic compound. It can be an antihistamine for asthma. It can be... Uh, a wonderful antioxidant, 
And then the conclusion is, well, just eat a balanced diet with these foods. Well, the amount in there isn't going to do anything. And so you back to the right supplementation. And because quercetin is poorly absorbed, they've gotten some benefits, but you'd have to take lots of it. I favor some specialized supplements that I've been using and testing in my practice and on myself that have increased absorption of quercetin. Also, uh, it was shown that taking black tea with quercetin also helps with absorption. So you might be doing, um, I guess if you're doing your fruits that have quercetin and you're doing some black tea, you might get increased absorption. The other one that I mentioned in a previous podcast, which I really like, I had totally forgotten, was panogenol. Panogenol pine bark extract. And it's been around a long time and has some really interesting effects. It goes into the brain and it seems to be some ADD benefits and cognitive benefits, but also a stimulation effect with that, a stimulation effect with collagen, stimulating collagen production. Because whether you absorb collagen as a big molecule is debatable, and the idea that uh, topical collagen is going to do it. So making your own collagen is a good idea. And again, I'm experimenting with different... One of, one of my projects is because of, I guess because of COVID, there's been a tremendous growth in the supplement industry. And there are thousands and thousands and thousands of new supplements come out a day. All sorts of companies uh, are making these. And what works and what doesn't work really depends on the product, who's making it, and the quality of the ingredient in there. And that's one of my projects, you know, to continuously review products, which I do. I test them personally. I look at their, um, I look at their spec sheets to make sure they have what they say they're supposed to have, the reputation of the company. And that's something that's been going to be coming along. So, again, my uh, panogenol, pine bark extract, um, and uh, quercetin, two high on my list. Uh, you know, I've mentioned other uh, supplements before. But again, it needs to be individual. Biochemical individuality. So important. And you can look at other things that are easy. You know, has your walking speed increased? You know, does your heart rate improve? You know, after recovery? You know, uh, is your vital capacity I mean, they have vital capacity machines that measure in lung capacity, which is so, so important because obviously that's where oxygen comes from, your lungs, and feeds the rest of your body. Um, reflex time, brain reflex time, brain speed time. There are machines now we're using in our office that measure um, with some hookups on the brain, uh, brain speed. Okay, very, very, very important. It's one of the things that happens as people get older, not just memory issues, but their brain speed, their reflex time changes, and it's not necessary. So increasing health span is what we're interested in. And as I said, the research is really, really exciting. I try and keep up with it and then be able to share it with my listeners. So when we come to the end of this podcast, please share it. Share it with your friends. Subscribe. And... Uh, Feel free in comments to ask questions. And at some point, I'll be doing some, when I have my, you know, let me go through my subscriber list, which is why it's important. 
I'll be doing some live podcasts where as soon as I get a better computer, <laughs> gotta update my computer and it, it swallowed some of the wrong vitamins. Big problem. And uh, I'll be doing some live podcasts on various platforms. And then you can ask me questions and we can interact. Thank you again for listening.